0: So good morning, everybody. I hope everybody's having a uh, a great morning so far. And uh we're gonna go through and it's more about uh talk about traditional, but I call it traditional, non-traditional. Uh gorilla warfare uh level marketing is you know getting involved, go you know, where no man is is going. we uh where people shop. Be where people shop, don't just simply take and have them try to arrive at you go out to them and find them localized networking lead generation groups, local chamber, rotary, volunteer, radio, TV, newspaper. Uh, believe it or not, it's still active and alive, direct mail, believe it or not still active and alive. If you do it well, signage, scream your message, your inner circle, their inner circle, closer than you think. And my pillars within the things that I consider the, the staples within our, within our, uh, traditional guerrilla gorilla warfare uh, marketing strategies so for those that don't uh, are new to the the, the webcast uh, as of late uh, it's this these the series is going to be based out of uh, my book that came back out and came out in uh, twenty twelve so a little fun uh, this is something different it's not about somebody but something is that you know i I think that you know when you go out and you have fun, there's times there's different levels of fun. You go out and uh, as of late, uh, you go out and relax. You can, uh, you can watch some TV. You can do simple things, but I challenge you to do things that are kind of, uh, challenging, uh, that are brain teasers. And, you know, I love orienteering. Uh, I love map and compass. It's really easy to use a GPS and go out and find things, you know, um, my poison is I love to use a map and compass, uh, the challenge, uh, I taught my kids how to, you know, orienteer. And when you get into things, don't just do things that are easy, do things that that keep your mind going. And I think that it teaches you to be, uh, that same way, proactive in business. So just a little something different. A lot of people don't like to talk about, um, but you know, instead of mindless things, go ahead and do challenging things. So, Grillo Marketing. Um, I'm going to put this out pretty simple. The reason why I've won so much in small business, I go where no one else wants to go. I do things 180 degrees away from what's being done in a market. I go so hard so fast that others can't respond, and when they do, I change it up again. I live for being uncomfortable, and people hate being uncomfortable in these days. So, I, I like to take and put my, my myself in positions, always have, to where it just, you're not in a, you're not in a comfort zone. Uh, as soon as I get in a comfort zone, I want to get uncomfortable again. I want, a, I want to have a little bit of back rub going to it. I want to have a little bit of, of, of uh, new challenge. And a lot of people just don't – they don't like that. But guess what? When you put yourself in those positions, it puts you into new positions. Um, rethink everything. Uh, I think this states it. You know, we're, we're going to be – we are in the midst of something we've never faced before. And coming out of this, some people are going to fare out really well. Others won't. Uh, disposable cash is going to be challenging in some markets. And we just don't know the next year. It's like 9-11. When we came out of 9-11, you know, that first year was, was a different year. Uh, you know, it, it ended up being a, 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 you know, a good year for, for, for us. It was a challenging year when all that it went down. Uh, and for everything that we faced, we went into wars and battles and uh, I think it was a turning point and this is probably the most important point. I think since nine 11, we, we came together for a short time and then I think we got real ugly and I think that society changed a lot. I don't think for the better. And unfortunately I think we're in for the same thing. We didn't bond during this event like we did with nine 11, a little different circumstance, but really was it, um, a lot of arguing going on, a lot of hatred, a lot of spewing stuff. Uh, I don't know if this is going to change us for the good, the bad, or the indifference. But it's going it's to change us as a people. And uh, it's going to be interesting to watch. But you're going de- to be dealing with <clears throat> a, uh, a dollar that's, that's being demanded in other places. So your message, your connections, everything about your business has got to be very clear and built out right now. That's why we're putting these on. First message get involved is that, you know, if you're not getting involved, if you're not volunteering in your community, uh, and I'm not talking just during crises. I'm talking about across the board. You should be involved in your community, period. There's, there's no reason. You know, the, 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 our country, America, was, was built on volunteerism. And I think that, you know, getting back involved in your community, doing things for the sake of doing things, and just being a good, good community uh, Activist and, and doing positive things is hugely important. You can also do that in in your industry, you know, is that you can get involved is it's, it's really easy to sit back in Monday morning quarterback things, criticize uh, what change demand change. But if you're not part of that change, you know, you're you're just you're kind of you're kind of pissing into the windstorm. Go where a few people have gone. You know, I live in an area, I found this, this, this image, and I live in an area that was, was, uh, has been occupied by the Indians for probably thousands of years. And um, when the European settlers came up here, they did so to explore for water uh, for their crops in the uh, valleys below. And our town was, uh, our, 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 our mountain area was, was heavily populated by grizzly bears. Um, we had we had a unique breed of grizzly bear here that was called the flat nose. It was really big. Um, and w- you know the Indians came up here. This is their summering grounds. We came up, uh, the Europeans, and, and pretty much messed everything up. Within a few short years, the uh, the name Big Bear was all that was left of the big bears because the Europeans had killed them all, and uh, they screwed up the uh, ecosystem. But yet, we, they came up and they settled the town that I I love. I love this place more than anywhere. I, I've wanted to live here since I was a little boy. Uh, I'm very proud of my town. I, I'm, I'm involved in my town. Uh, we support the local businesses in many ways. We support the local community in many ways. And we want to go where people don't go. We want to take and do things that people don't do. And that's be an active part of a community that is absolutely loving the people within that community and we just go the extra mile we always have and we've put that into the business. Where people shop this is an interesting story I don't have any bullet points on this I just want to simply share a story with you is that when I was a young man is that we had taken and we, we, uh, we owned a business that was involved in the automotive side of things and we set up a display inside the mall area and we didn't just like try to sell people stuff. We actually did live demos. We were working on the cars right there in the mall and you know, we weren't doing anything heavy. It was more of a traction getter, but working on scratch removal, working on stain removal, working on little sections, polishing. Once the tools would turn on people would gravitate. We just did things different. And so to set up now, malls are dying, but outside shopping areas are very popular. Think outside the box. You know, we sold, we sold gift cards there one year, and we had, we had uh, get, uh, gift kits set up around us. And we literally sold hundreds and hundreds of these. But more importantly, we brought a lot of attention to our business that would have never – it was a whole new clientele. And what we did by setting up in this shopping area – was we converted people that normally wouldn't be buying from within our industry over to detailing. We converted new clients that hadn't thought about it that were that do-it-yourselfers. And then also we made a profit from the do-it-yourselfers by having these detailing kits. And and it was a win-win. I won't say that every market's going to win like that, but it was a real serious win for us and it was completely yeah, at that time nobody was doing anything like like that. And again, I don't see that happening very often here. Now, as we come out of this, um, people that weren't open for you doing marketing your business might be open now. And so don't be afraid if you've got this wild idea to go back and revisit it because it could be a reality now. Look out for others as as you do localized networking and as you take in and and join different groups uh, that we're going to talk about today. Don't make it just about yourself. Make it about other people. Be the overwatch for other people. Be, you know, help take in and refer business to the other businesses in your area. Um, so many times we as business owners, we look at simply, just simply from our angle of what we're going to receive, but be a team player in your community and, and, and also look at what you can give. Uh, be honest. What kind of business can I bring to somebody else? When you've got that attitude, not everybody's going to repay it, but most of the people are going to repay it. And they're going to repay it by sending you business. And so be secure. I love this picture, you know, with the soldier, with his dog. It's just teamwork. You know, it's trust. It's building that up. And I think it's an important element that so many times we just get selfish in these days and we don't look at things of, 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 in the eyes of giving back to others. We simply want to pull out and get, see what we can get out of it. So lead generation groups, there's a lot of different lead generation groups, you know, LeTip, uh, BNI, uh, there's a lot of local ones that aren't international, but that, you know, BNI comes to mind and a lot of people that I know have built their business up through BNI and LeTip, uh, they're both. And if you're not familiar with lead generation groups, look at them. Now, some of the complaints are, they're, they're, there's lots of options out there. They're not all equal, um, but here's the deal. If you work it right, it can, it can build you a ton of business. It can build your foundation business, but you've got to work it right. You, 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 you know, these groups are very, very, very particular about uh, attendance. They want people there. Uh, they want you to get referrals. Well, you know what? That's because that works. They've got a proven, proven system that across the globe has worked, and they get strict. Now, it might become a time in your, in your career where you just simply can't adhere to that anymore And that's usually about the time that they've really helped build up your, your foundation. But if, you know, if I were taking and getting back into a service level business, if we were back into owning active shops, this would be a foundation, especially coming out of this that I would be doing. I would be in a lead group immediately and I would work that lead group. And how I'd work that is by getting business for other people. Because again, osmosis, they're going to take and see that action not everybody but a lot of people are going to help you do the same and don't make it about you make it about other people now if you're building up some other person's business and you're giving a lot of referrals and you're getting nothing in return you need to have a talk with that person if that doesn't work then you need to have a talk with the, the the leader of the lead generation group and explain what's happening and that you're getting a lot of business to other people but you're not getting a lot and see if they can't address that and again there's good groups and there's not so good groups. And don't think about just lead generation groups. There's a lot of other groups that you can belong to. that are going to help you build your business up. So think about it that way. Your local chamber rodeo clubs, volunteer groups. This is downtown. This is, our, this is our fun run event every year. It's been in big bear for two decades. And it's something that our, our community jointly puts on. And all of, these, all of these different organizations are involved to make this happen. It takes a village, literally, it takes a village to make it happen. Getting involved. Now, you might say, well, my, you know, my town doesn't have anything like that. Well, develop something like that. Go on and give them spur an idea. Listen, communities are going to be looking at ways to bring back business. They're always looking at ways of bringing in business. But they're going to be a lot more open-minded over the coming months and maybe years to bring, to bring people into your community. You've got to be a part of that. You know, you've got to, you've got to take and, and, and give some answers and give some energy and give some power is that they might not know anything about your business and the things that you can draw in. And if you go in there and explain, you know, what you can bring to the table, you might bring greater value than they've ever witnessed before. They might not have just known or paid attention to you. Get their attention. But I'm going to tell you right now, a good chamber of commerce, I hear this all the time. Yeah, our Chamber of Commerce is not that great. Well, go make it great. Our Rotary Club, a lot of people completely disconnect Rotary Clubs. Rotary Clubs in, in the communities that I lived in pretty much my entire life, they have been a staple within our communities of making things happen. Not only that, but you meet people that are known in the, in, 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 in the community. And guess what? When they're known in the community, they're going to introduce you to people you just simply don't know and don't know of you. And so it's a great time to take and expand your circle and the people that know about you. Radio, TV, newspaper. You know, a lot of people think this is a dead subject. Let me tell you something that we did in one of our shops years ago. Uh, Radio is really tough, especially if you're in a big market. If you're in a big market, mm, this mess is probably not for you. Uh, If you're in a smaller, mid-sized, smaller market, radio can be attractive. Now, here's how we worked it. We, we didn't pay for radio ads. Uh, it sounds crazy. We did trade work. And that's how we started out, was doing trade work. Now, it worked our way in until we did do paid advertising on radio. But it started out by doing trade work. We maintained the station's van. They have a mobile van that goes, you know, a van that goes out, does remote broadcast and so forth. And uh, we would take care of that van and trade for some radio time. And we had very creative ads pop up. And at prime time and with a direct message, we didn't do standard. We did not have the DJs do the, the, the voiceovers. Their voice is known. The only time we do that is if they're getting a testimonial uh, for us. So if they're a very known personality in our market and we could get them to give us a testimonial, we would go with that. But the rest of the time, our creative, our design work that we would take and share on the air was not done by a traditional radio voice because people are used to hearing it. it is I would either have somebody else do it, do it myself. We had a lot of different ways of doing it. One of the most, the, the coolest things we did is we had an ad and I'm going to completely butcher this. So Chris, don't make fun of me. Um, is we had a really good friend of ours do an ad and she had a, a very, a very um, attractive voice and she came in and it came on and it said, Hi. Are you naked? And there was a slight pause. And said, well, your car is, if it hasn't been detailed by attention to details. The Sun Valley winners just ravaged the paint. And it went on, and it was an ad. And I'm going to tell you, our male, our male clients jumped up to about 85% for about a month. And they all had the same question, and they wanted to know if the young lady in the ad was going to come out and detail the car. Um, radio did really well with us for that, uh, for that purpose, but we were in a small market. TV, us as a group, uh, our group, when we do big projects is that we are working hand in hand with TV, newspaper, and press releases, uh, finding a great uh, press release agent, somebody that really understands you could do your own press releases. The problem is, is that unless you're a pro that really knows it and knows how to get uh, that message out and to the right people, you're probably going to have limited success so when it comes to TV and newspaper, anytime we're doing something special, we've got a, uh, a press agent that we work with very closely that understands the automotive and spe- specifically the automotive after services such as detailing, PDR, uh, uh, window tint, uh, PPF, all that. It's got a very, very clear understanding of that. And it's got us a tremendous amount of both newspaper and TV press. Uh, now, is it free? No, you have going to have to pay – for that press agent that, that to, to do those press releases. Uh, sometimes that can be very expensive. Sometimes it can be very cost effective. The exposure that we've gotten off of that is priceless. Uh, the amount of business that we've gotten from those efforts is countless. I can't tell you how much. Now, to show you the success of that is that, you know, our Air Force One project every year, I think our tops is, is that we've had about 18 people on their local TV station. Uh, that's not easy to do, and we've had people. Uh, Joab in Orange County, California, was on the cover of the business section wh- within the, or- the local Orange County paper, which is the Register, which is one of the most popular papers left in the in, in, in the country. Uh, so we're not talking minor. We're not talking minor league. You know, write-ups. We're talking about major league. A lot of, a lot of industry newspapers and publications have covered it. So don't, don't give up on radio, TV, newspaper. A lot of people have. And if you do it right, there's still opportunity there, especially in small markets. Direct mail. Think outside the box on this one. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a cartoon, famous cartoon that floated around back in the 90s when, uh, when the internet popped up and showed a picture of a gentleman with a stack of mail behind him. And he says, look, I got an email. And his inbox says one you know, and he's just excited as can be. Now the opposite is true. You know, you've got, you know, a gentleman standing, sitting in front of a a computer screen and it says inbox 527. And then he says, look, I got a letter, you know, so direct mail can work. But again, it's got to be designed. You've got to, it's guerrilla warfare. You've got to come in and you've got to know what you're doing or hire somebody that knows what they're doing. Now, believe it or not, a great resource for direct mail is the U.S. Postal Service is if you've got, If you've got an area within your market, if you've got a development or a neighborhood that you really want to target, they can help you. They won't design the the actual send out, but they can help design a list for you that's specifically targeted towards the areas that you want to do within your market. It's a resource that a lot of people just don't utilize today. It's out there. It's not too expensive. And if you do it right, it's super effective signage now this is our our good friends over the detail boss over in in scottsdale um i couldn't find a picture of our original van but whether it's on the on the business or whether it's on uh your mobile rig it's on a building anything else signage can be very very important now if you're mobile uh, now chris and christian are, are no longer they've got a mobile operation obviously this is their their very first mobile rig from over 10 years ago but they redid it But a couple things, Detail Boss, you can see how big that is. But the thing that I like is ScottsdaleCarDetailing.com, huge. Phone number, huge. You want to make it easy for people to make contact with you. And these guys have done exactly that. We um, We don't clutter. I don't like clutter signage. I like clear signage that says what you do and makes it very easy to follow up with you. Now, what's most important today is, is that, believe it or not, when I see something on the road uh, or I see a business, I'm, I'm, I'm getting gas and I see a business I go, wow, you know what? I didn't know they're there. I'll pull my phone out and I'll take a picture of it. Well, this would be very easy to capture the contact material on this truck, wouldn't it? Is It's going to take and you're going to be able to, to take and see directly what's going on you know, with this company, what they do. The last thing you want to do is have a message that it's not clear what you do. And I'm going to tell you, the majority of small business, that's exactly the message they have. Scream your message. So many entrepreneurs I talk to, um, Jim Gogan and I, good, good, good buddy of mine, we had the opportunity years back to sit through a lecture at SEMA. Now, if you're going to SEMA and you're just spending all your time on the floor or you know out partying or something like that, good for you. But I'm going to tell you, the educational events upstairs, if, if you're missing those, uh, you're missing a grand opportunity. So years ago, uh, it had a it had a lecture about, and all it said was, scream your message from the mountaintops. And it said, um, guest speaker to be announced. And it said that during the event. Well, we figured out, Jim did, not me, that when it says that, it's usually somebody pretty big back in the day. And this was the guy that went out, was the marketing director for Harley-Davidson when they relaunched. And the one thing he said is that if you're, you're, you know, and I've, uh, I've adapted this to my own life uh, of what I teach is if you're, if you're a shy entrepreneur, you can't afford to be shy. And if you're kind of timid about telling people about your business, you can't be timid is you've got to scream your message. You've got to tell everybody that, you know, you got to get the word out about what you do and what your company's about. And I'm going to tell you is that hearing that, message from him and how they took the Harley Davidson brand, one of the, one of the most well-recognized brands in the world globally. Well, at this time AMF had owned the company and ran it into the ground and Harley Davidson was known as junk and among bikers only. We all know the Harley Davidson story since then and what people pay for one of their bikes, sometimes even a waiting list to get a bike uh, is, 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 is insanely impressive when you hear where they came from and how hard they worked. And the biggest thing they did is they got out among the people. Uh, Remember we talked earlier about where people shop. They went to where bikes were. They went to where possible people that would own bike adventure sport type events, motocross events, Uh, events, believe it or not, he said that they went to uh, in the Napa Valley wine events and they'd show up with their, with their newly designed, uh, you know, uh, outerwear for Harley Davidson. One of the things that Harley Davidson makes more money at than anything is clothing. Now is they would show up with their new designs. They hired on new designers to, ha- to, to take and design clothing that women would want to wear. They designed clothing that lawyers would want to wear and they changed the brand forever. Absolutely took a brand from one side and did a 180 to it and turned it into an entirely new brand with an entirely new audience. And you can do that, but you can't be shy about screaming your message. You have got to scream that message. You've got to be clear on what your message is. A lot of entrepreneurs are not clear on what your message is or who your prospective clients are, your best clients. You've got to change that. Hugely important. Your inner circle. How about their inner circle? What about this creepy guy over to the right, huh? Is he kind of weird looking? Looking at the camera with that, 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 with that <laughs> slime showing, is like, it kind of spooks me out, but how about they invite you? You know, we talked just right now is Harley Davidson. One of the success stories they had was going out and turning attorneys and doctors and bankers into bikers. And they successfully did that. They did it and they made billions of dollars from doing that. So how can you get your customers to bring you by their campfire is turn them into fans, be likable. Be trusting. A lot of things we're going to talk about at the very end, the pillars, is that you want them to invite you in to their inner circles, to the, where nobody else gets in, to where they're ref- not just referring you, but they're they're trusting you. And there's a big difference in that. So you've got to work their, your way into where you're in the inside and that they trust you so much and they adore your services so much and they want to help you so badly That they're telling their inner closest people about you now six degrees of separation i love this you need to meet somebody right now let's use an example of that if you wanted to take and meet one of the top three executives harley davidson somewhere within six people you know is somebody that knows that person that's the theory now with social media i can tell you it's a lot easier and, you know, I had a conversation yesterday to this. The, I had to get in touch with somebody. I knew somebody that knew that knew this person. And within one phone call, I was on the phone with them. I thought it was going to take months to, to, to build up this relationship. And merely in a few hours, it was built. I'm telling you, the the, the the art of taking and utilizing who you know your network is underutilized. It's something that you need to do on a local on a local level, and it'll build your business up like you wouldn't believe. Now, Chris, you mentioned that you had an interesting standpoint from this.
1: Yeah, I had a I had a fun thing happen uh, this week. It was two days ago. Uh, a, a Facebook friend of mine that that lives out in Thousand Oaks this way, which is a little bit nicer community. Her son wants to be an automotive journalist. That's something he's he's doing right now. He's 18 years old, something like that. He decided, you know, he's uh, written a couple articles. They've been published on a. On a website and so she was sharing it and I, I reached out to her just on on the post that she shared and I said hey you know I happen to know that there's a well-known highly respected automotive journalist that lives out in your area and I'm like I don't know him personally but his name is such and such and uh maybe your son could find a way to to contact him and you know turn him into a mentor or something within about two hours, one of her other friends actually commented on the same post and uh, tagged the guy because he knew him. And uh, by the end of the day, they had already made contact with him and he had invited her son out to come check out a supercar that was a press car on loan to him in his driveway that evening. How cool is that? And I I thought it was just a, a really interesting way that things can come together in regards to this whole six degrees of separation?
0: Well, I'll tell you time and time again, in my life, it's absolutely worked. And it, it, it comes down to, you know, being a good human, um, doing the right things, posting the right stuff on social media, not the wrong things. And, and then being trusted by people, not taking advantage of relationships. So many people I've got somebody right now I'm dealing with in, uh, on another matter outside of business and, you know he's one of these people that you give him you you give him a little bit of credit or a little bit of responsibility and he runs with it and he just he turns it into an absolute it's you know or a tornado and a volcano come together and it's a it's a mess within a short period of time and you know you can't be that way you've got to respect the relationships and then what you do with those relationships so i love that so you know it'd be interesting that 18 year old kid and i was this guy going to be able to launch him well if this kid's smart you know, you'll just listen to everything this guy says and it could change the direction of his career. Uh, so,
1: I mean, who knows? But uh, the other cool part is now I'm working on making a new contact, right? I mean, this guy has now essentially been introduced to me as a result of this.
0: How cool is that? So. I mean, that's how it works, man. I mean, so many things, so many of the biggest things in my life are, are, are due to this type of circumstance is that every, every big project that i've been able to accomplish in business has I, I can't think of one big one i worked out completely on my own uh, i can think of all of them that involve somebody somebody in some way assisting me in either relationships in the sixth degree of separation or by introducing me to an opportunity i mean you know we we a lot of people Oh, i'm self-made We're, well boy i'll tell you you're 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 t- you're part of the, like, one millionth of a percentile that, that, that does it on their own. Matter of fact, I don't even know if it's possible, is that, you know, you might be self-employed, but so many people, and if you're, if you're ignorant enough to where you, oh, man, I'm going to do it on my own, man, that's going to be a long road. Let other people give you a hand. They want to give you a hand. It shows that you're a good person, and you're going to do it a lot faster. So I love this. I love utilizing and, and building up relationships within relationships. And it just, you just don't know where it's going to take you. You just don't. That's a cool story, uh, Chris. I love that. Keep me, keep me posted. You know what we should do with that young man is see if he wants to write some stuff for our blog.
1: Yeah, yeah, we could so do that. We'll put it up
0: there just to give him more exposure. And then put a link over to his website and give him some stuff. That'd be kind of fun. So real connection fact. Let me tell you, this is McKinley. And this was Diane and I's dog, and uh, McKinley was something special. Uh, he was a Bouvier mix, and uh, mainly Bouvier. And as you can see in this picture, B- M- McKinley loved snow. <laughs> uh, he taught our children how to walk. Uh, he was 150 pounds, um, gentle giant, and um, he was one of, my, one of my best friends to this day. I miss him dearly. I lost him in '08. And, but McKinley was a conversation piece around town because being a a lot of a, a lot of personality, um, he was. I would say if I had to take in and put him as a person, he was Clint Eastwood. Um, he was on the quiet side, but he didn't have to say a lot. His persona spoke with him, and uh, he he made a lot. Everybody that did business with us knew McKinley, and they love McKinley. And I want to tell you just by uh, me having such a, um, an amazing relationship with my dog, it, it, it built up a lot of business because I'm a dog lover, obviously. Um, but people see that people see that, that honest love that you've got for a creature and the, in, 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 how much love McKinley had for me uh, and our family, they saw that and it was very, it was very natural. It was, it, it, and, 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 I, and I want to tell you, a lot of people, I'll probably lose people going off the, 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 the webcast right now for talking about, you know, a dog. Here's the deal, man. I, I've got people, when I see people in business and they've got dogs and they love them, it's an attraction right then and there. Uh, I love going up to the rag company. Uh, many of us, if you don't know who the rag company is, I don't know what the hell's wrong with you, but, um, you know, their dogs run around, work with them. They take their dogs to work. I, I, lo- I love them right then and there. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, I'm all in. And because it's a connection with me that I can understand. And McKinley, anybody that met him, he was just a different dude, man. He just had a way about him that his communication style, uh, there won't be another dog like him ever in my life. He's just uniquely him. And he built a lot of uh, relationships for us. And, you know, did I utilize him to bring business in? It was never intended to that. It was just an honest love affair that him and I had with each other, and he had with our entire family, and people enjoyed it. And uh, it was something so simple, uh, yet it was, uh, it was just it was an amazing time in my career to have our business and have him involved. And uh, how cool is that? So, a little, little fun, fun factor on this. So, hey, this is the Colosseum in, in, in Rome, saying it was built over 2,000 years ago. It's, it, it had a good foundation uh, for that building to have those many parts of it still intact at that degree is pretty amazing. And so with that, you know, I've been in business a long time now and love me, hate me, whatever you do, I, you know, it's, it's, I've done some things right. And the, the thing I've done right is I've learned from my wrongs. I try to learn from them all the time is Chris will tell you right now, we do a lot of A.B testing, we throw a lot of stuff out, and most of the stuff that we try doesn't work, um, But we're constantly we're, we're, we're constantly in movement. We're never holding still. But my, 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 my pillars, my, my foundation pillars within my business, have always remained the same. Reputation. Reputation is 380 degrees. It's what you do in your personal life. It's what you do in your home life. It's what you do when other people aren't watching in these days because everybody's, everybody's watching. It's social media, it's relationships, it's support, it's volunteering, it's who you are. It's, it's, it's your soul. And I'm telling you, as you build that reputation up, it's one of the most important things that you can have in your, not only just your life, but in everything you associate with, your business, your spiritual side, your, your, your marriage, your relationship with your kids, it's everything. It's, it's 380 degrees of, of your life is your reputation. And so you've got to invest a ton of time and a ton of you into it. Uh, I know that sounds nuts, but a lot of people don't, and they don't put their reputation out there. And some people have to hide it you know, because their, their, their reputation didn't start out. That's okay. I'm one of those consumers that if you prove to me now, it's not important what I'm going to look at what you did in the past. And if it was two weeks ago, I'm probably going to have a problem, but it was two, three, 10, 15, 20 years ago. And your reputation is one thing now. And it was another back then. I'm going to discount the back then and go for what it is now, what it's been in the near, in the near distant uh, past perceived value is that this is something, again, that a lot of people just don't invest enough into. What is your perceived value? What's your value? I mean, what, what, what do people see you as? You know, what, how do people judge your business? Is, it's so important is that are you filled with knowledge and experience and you share and you teach? And therefore, you're worth more, or are you there for a buck? You come in, you come out, they use you as a business, and they're gone. Is that there's, there's different perceived values that people are going to have. Another one of the foundations is, in huge is trust. I've always put for probably the last 15, 20 years uh, that I've been involved in forums is the day that I turned my business from a service business to a trust business, it changed my life and my business forever is that once my customers, once I worked on getting them to 100% trust me, is it changed everything. It changed what I could charge. It changed the fact that 80% of the people I did business with were repeat customers. I didn't have to go out and find new customers. Uh, matter of fact, we, we beat down the doors, is that we, 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 we turn it over to trust, we, with our reputation, our perceived value, and then connection. I just talked a little bit ago about McKinley is that I try to connect with people on not just what I offer and what my business is, but who I am and who they are is that I took an interest in what they're struggling with. And I still do is that, you know, Chris and I had a, a long night last night. We had, we had some things going on in and around our business with people associated with their business. And a lot of people might not think, I oh, don't even care. Yeah. Well be in my world at one and still be up when you've got a, you got to get up at five o'clock for a, for a webcast. You don't, you don't think we care. We're all over it. And it's because we have a connection. And then right with that is relationship is all the relationships you build up is everything's in here. Your, your, your reputation for being an honest uh, friend and for being an honest and, and let's face it, not all of our clients were friends, but we made people feel comfortable enough with us where we were a friend. Uh, John Green was in, in, was over here yesterday uh, all the social distancing and he hadn't gotten to really see the new shop and he stops by. He's a friend. He's somebody I met through his passion for his automobiles, but he's a friend. Uh, I love that. And you've got to build those relationships up and you've got to be wholesome. You've got to be true to them and they've got to be very evident that they're there, but you've got to build how long, how long, what pillars have you got down? You know, what, what foundation have you built? The pilings, you know, I love it when I when I when I see a construction area, and they're going to build a, a high rise building, is a lot of people don't realize the foundation that goes into building even a six or eight story building, is a lot of times on unstable ground they put they they pile drive pilings into the ground to stabilize the ground to make sure that that building doesn't shift, lean or come down. Is what kind of pilings have you put? Have you pile drove pilings into your foundation? Is your foundation deep within relationships with connection? Is there true trust? What's the, receive, the, the perceived value of you and, and, and notice I said you and your business, is because at a, at a certain point in your business, you're going to become as important or more important than the actual business and service is, is because people will trust you. They'll connect with you. They feel a, they feel a bonding with you, and they dig your reputation. Those are all things that people don't think about as traditional marketing, as traditional business building, but yet they're all super, super important, so much so that they're the foundation of everything I still continue to do 30 plus years after I've, I've owned my first business, is I realized the second you make it strictly about money, especially in a service business, and you don't build a relationship, you don't build a connection, you don't have deep trust. There's not a high value for your perceived value, and you have a, you you don't have an outstanding reputation. Is you're built on sand. It's not stable yet. You might think it's stable. We just witnessed this. A lot of people failed six days into this. The sky is falling. They're done. They're over. Is because they had no there's no piles driven into the into the ground. Is that they'd built on very soft soil and they hadn't either had the time or they hadn't taken the time, and they definitely hadn't put the money away. But people take care of people. And time and time again, this has been proven in our businesses through times of struggle. So some different avenues that we've got available for you all. We kept this one pretty short today, and uh, these are all the different things. We've got a lot of things going on, a lot of things coming up next week. really excited about this. week from today, Jason Rose, uh, Jason and Dylan are going to come on. And we're going to talk about coming out of this and not only just coming out, but building what we just talked about. We're going to talk a lot about a lot of fundamentals of building foundations and good SOPs, not just in service side, but in your business, within your personality, within your conduct, is that, you know, we've seen a lot of bad behavior on social media in all this, you know, a lot of bad behavior, a lot of poor decisions. Those things got to be changed. And, you know, there's no reason for conflict. There's nothing that gets, that gets into it, you know. Uh, also, the people, you need to stop drawing fire, you know, is that I'm sick and tired of looking in our industry and seeing adult children running around. Is that you know what draws fire. And if you're going to draw fire and you're going to start controversy and then you're going to complain that people don't respect you, what are you expecting? Come on. It's you as know, simple as that. So we're going to talk a lot about that. and you know, I'm going to talk about that not only next week, but the week after too. So, hey, Chris, any questions? I know this was a quick one. We wanted to get through this and uh, respect your time. I'm going to tell you, out of everything I've shared in these, this is one of the most important, is building this, these foundation points, is that this is the, the thing that, you know what, over the years, has allowed us to build ourselves into blue-collar millionaires, that to make investments, to, to not have debt, to take and be able to survive, you know, 10 years, 12 years ago, when, when the events of, of, of the 08, it, it hit us a lot harder. We learned from those events. I was, I was younger. Right. Uh, I was, I was, I was building a new business up at that time. Um, Still had active shops going and it hit us hard. But what I did is I learned from that. And now, now, this didn't it, – did it hit us hard? We've been shut down, and we will be shut down. When you guys all get back, it's going to take us at least two months to come back because of the nature of training is we're going to have, you know, a little more difficult time with people getting flights. We're going to have a little more difficult time with people having disposable cash. It's going to take a little bit of a buildup. We understand that struggle, but we're prepared for it. And we didn't know what to expect. None of us did, right? But we're answering to it, and this is one of the ways we're answering. So – um i like the 6 a.m start time cool um right i got a
1: i got a question on facebook from uh matthew gibb
0: okay hey matt he
1: uh he he says uh rennie what do you see is uh the most needed to improve the industry globally right now besides besides increased networking
0: education uh i think that we're seeing a lack of we're seeing a lack of education. Uh, I think that we need to take. And I'm not talking about going out and getting your college degree, but I am talking about going out and getting, getting um, more financial uh, training and ability, uh, more investing um, knowledge. Um, you know, networking. I, you know, I just—it's a big question, man. I think, boy, to answer, I think I have to stick with that. I think we need to educate ourselves. Um, I think we need to humble ourselves. Uh, for some reason, our industry thinks that we're rocket scientists, lifesavers, uh, you know, Navy rescue swimmers, uh, firefighters first on, uh, you know, on the, on the front line, RNs and doctors. Um, our egos have written checks that we just can't we, we, we that just blow me away is that you, you guys aren't putting your asses out on the line every day. Um, we're endangered right now because, you know, some of us have been, you know, limited amount are, essential, central and we're out there, you know, decontaminating EMS and fire and police vehicles and everything else. But man, I'll tell you, you know, education and just simply eating some humble pie and just stop being assholes.
1: Well, let's see. I don't have another question, uh, but, uh, but Tim just typed in. He's been sponsoring local youth sports teams um, either either by donating a little bit of money or donating water with his business name on them. So he's been reaching yeah. out to his community that way.
0: I'll tell you, in, you know, it's a great thing. I, I still re- I remember. First off, I'll go back to, uh, does anybody remember who sponsored the original Bad News Bears?
1: Oh, man. No, (laughs) anybody
0: Come on, bail bonds. That's it, Sean. Yeah. Anybody know the name of the bail bonds? So my point to this is that, you know, you, you, you're putting into local kids that you think the kids don't watch it. And, but they do. And, 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 and you know what, you can do it as a return, but here's the deal. Also, you know what I'd encourage you, that's a great, Tim It's a great, great that you get involved in your community. Why don't you sponsor your local uh, automotive shop uh, for high school and junior high? Um, we give all of our try to give our excess products and stuff to the to the shop classes and so forth. Is that this is something that we you know having a um, go out and teach it? You know, go out and and, and volunteer to talk about what you do uh, to the local uh, young people because so many people right now want to you know sit behind the desk job, but um we're you know we're falling behind in so many of the craftsmen, including ours we talk about it being hard to find people so start cultivating some future detailers in your in your in your area by going out and teaching some basic detailing classes at the high school and junior high school levels uh to these kids it'd be huge a lot of a lot of schools don't even offer you know the the, those classes anymore but if you're in an area that does you know offer to go out and help them and, and teach them something but um Oh, I love that. Chloe, your, your cattle dogs around our shop. I love, see, that's how, that's how it should be, man. I just love that. I'm looking at some of this. Um, cool. Well, Hey guys, you know, um, Rick, you got it, man. I'm glad, uh, let us know, give us some feedback if you like the, uh, the early start, you know, it's, it's a little tough on you West coast guys, East coast guys, it allows you some time to, uh, to get going. And you guys in the central mountain times, you're just kind of stuck. Um, so, um, Have a wonderful day, man. Uh, You know, go out. Chico's – I love it, man. He nailed it. Chico's bail bonds. That's exactly it for the Bad News Bears. So, hey, go out and make the rest of the week. Make somebody somebody smile today, you know. Uh, Get off social media. When you see the crap, you know, don't get in a fight. Um, You know, I've I've pulled out of so many of our industry forums just because it's the wild, wild west. There's some great ones out there still. There's some people that are really running – some great uh, discussion groups that don't allow the nonsense to happen. Support those guys, you know, support those groups. So have a, uh, have a wonderful, wonderful day, everybody. Enjoy the rest of the week. Uh, don't forget about next week and uh, the next two weeks, we've got some pretty heavy hitters coming in to help out on some heavy hitting topics. So uh, take care and we'll talk to you soon. All see you later.